It is absolutely incredible what can happen in a month whenever you take time to just learn more about yourself and you take a deep dive into your mind and you uh, let go of a lot of distractions and allow yourself to really just connect with yourself, <laughs> which sounds so obvious, but it's, it's true. It's amazing what happens. I have been learning so many things the past 30 days that have been very interesting to me and it's been so fulfilling to learn about and I can't wait to share it all with you but it's going to take many many episodes to do that and by the time those many many episodes have come out I will have learned even more and I'll have more to share so it's a it's a wonderful journey and I'm just so so grateful for the path that I'm on but it's by choice you can be grateful for the path that you're on as well. That's a choice. What are we talking about today? We are talking about how to find your purpose. The last episode, we talked about what purpose is. We explored that question. What is purpose? Where does it come from? We talked about the Japanese concept of ikigai, how your reason for being is a combination of what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs and what can be paid for. It's a pretty cool model. You should check it out if you haven't already. Just Google it. Icky guy. Very, very cool. Now, we dove into that idea of what is purpose. Let's ask the question, what is your purpose? How do you find it? Because I've been wondering this for a really, really long time. <laughs> years. Years. I'm not even that old, guys. I'm 24. I know that I'm not that old, but I do feel like I have a lot more than 24 years of ideas and thoughts and desires packed into this little, little body of mine, little brain of mine. You know, there's the whole old soul thing and you just got to wonder where that comes from. Why, why is it that some people, I think I've asked this on the podcast before. Why is it that some people could be 60 years old and seem so shallow yet you could have an eight year old asking these extremely deep questions that astound the adults around them how is he even what even makes her think of it it's crazy so there's got to be something to the old soul thing but i guess my point is um i'm not very old i've been looking intently for my purpose i've been searching for it for a long time and it's crazy because i thought i was making no progress i thought i was getting absolutely nowhere turns out that that's not true there's a phrase every uh, nothing happens and then everything happens. And I've found that to be true. At first, nothing happens. And then everything happens. And it's crazy. You look at a lot of really successful people. And I don't mean just financially successful. People that you could point to, whether in your personal life or a celebrity, somebody you could point to and say, oh, that person is genuinely fulfilled in their life. As much as you can be as a human being is imperfect and uh, deals with suffering on a daily basis. Look at somebody who's fulfilled in their life. How did they get there? And they'll tell you, at first, nothing was happening. And then everything happened. Now, I do want to be clear. The, the word happen 
there's a an element of life called happening. Things happen. And there's also an element of creation or or doing, right? So some things in life happen to you, other things you make happen. It's really the, the things that you can make happen that you should focus on. But with that being said, for a really long time, it's felt like nothing was happening. I worked a ton of different jobs looking for what I was meant to do with my life and uh, just turned up with a lot of disappointment. And now I realize why it was all there, why it was all happening. It's crazy. It's crazy. So how do you find your purpose? Let's say you're stuck in life and you're not happy with where you're at you keep trying all these different things to improve to make healthy habits you can't stick to it for the life of you you keep going to the gym trying to make a change in your life and then after two weeks of intense workouts you burn out workout burnout baby and uh then you're back to square one right back where you started deeply unsatisfied with your life why does this happen? And what can we do about it? Because you know how it goes. Maybe it's not about the gym or working out, but you know how it goes. You wake up one day, which is incredible that you woke up in the first place. Isn't that a blessing? You wake up one day and you're so over it. You are so done with your own shit. That you, have to, you have to change something. You have to fix it. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to sleep right. I'm going to be liked in my social circle. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to make a bunch of money. Well, hold on a second. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. But go on. So then you try to rework your sleep schedule, fix your social media habits, stand up a little taller, and maybe command some respect in your social circle. And then one day you wake up. And you're deeply dissatisfied with your life. And you're so done with your own shit. You just have to make a change. You have to do something. Wait, this feels familiar. Feels like we've been here before. Well, this time will be different. Because this time I really mean it. And then you wake up one day. And you're deeply dissatisfied with your life. And you wonder, man. <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if there was a system that I could follow. That could help me find my purpose. Because this is exhausting. And I'm not getting anywhere. So, humans of Earth, I have cracked the code for myself, and I'd be willing to bet a lot of you have been through similar things that I've been through. So if it worked for me, it can work for you. I'm going to share it with you today. Now, I made a video, I'm putting it up on YouTube, and I draw a diagram, and I go in a little bit more detail on uh, how the system works so that you can see it with your own eyes and see me, because who wouldn't want to see me? And yeah, you can just get a little better idea. But this podcast is different. I'm not going to do the same exact thing that I did in the video, because then you can just watch the video and that'd be more entertaining. I'm going to share with you some personal stories, a little bit more insight on my journey with this. A, so that you can relate to it. B, so that it makes sense. And see, because I want to. I want to clear my head. <laughs> uh, I need to create space for my brain. That was episode one, right? Back in the good old days. So, um, I mean, I've told, you know my story by now, if you've heard any of the other episodes. I grew up in a poor family. 
I didn't understand that you could become anything you wanted to become. I didn't understand that you could rewrite your brain, reprogram yourself. I didn't understand that you could manifest the reality that is best for you. That's one of the things I've been learning the past month, by the way. Oh, I've been gone. I've been working. So, yeah, I've tried a bunch of different things. I've tried a bunch of different businesses online, trying to make money because money was what I cared about. I had this perspective that in order for me to find my purpose and live my ideal lifestyle, I first needed to make $10,000 a month. (laughs) Now, it's crazy. Uh, Back when $10,000 a month was my goal, $10,000 was a lot more money than it is now. And it's only been a few years. It's been about four or five years. I think I graduated six years ago, which is crazy. So yeah, you get the idea. I tried everything and it was such a stupid perspective because it doesn't work. You end up so burnt out and you end up trying all of the, like you're trying to make a living doing something strictly for making a living. What's the point? That's not, it's not making a living because you're not even living. Like money isn't worth that much. If you hate what you do to make money, I'm not telling you to quit your job right now, but goodness gracious. What if this was the only experience you got? What if you only have 80 years? I don't personally believe that we just cease to exist when we die, but what if that's the case? Sure would be a shame. I thought about that stuff all the time. (laughs) Yet, I still was chasing these things that would make me money so that I could chase the thing that I cared about. It's like, come on, dude. You wake up and you say to yourself every day, oh, I hate this job. Like, I hate doing this and that. Like, I want to just do what I love for a living. Oh, might as well spend the next 10 years trying to make a bunch of money doing something I hate so that then I can do something I love. That doesn't make any sense, guys. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) So what do you do instead? Well, you obviously need financial stability. I'm not going to tell you that money doesn't matter at all. It definitely matters. Unfortunately, it matters. So maintain your stability, keep your job, but do something every day that gets you one step closer. You have to. If you can't make time for your purpose, then you will remain living in purposelessness. That's a crazy word. Try spelling that or saying it three times. Purposelessness, purposelessness, purposelessness. I don't even know if that's a real word horrible existence to live but what do you do it's like come on dude get to the point what do you do well first you need to understand that in order for you to be a purpose-driven person you need to be a healthy person and most of us are living our daily lives completely and utterly unhealthy it is so sad so sad i'm working on becoming a healthy person but i some a lot of times don't feel like a healthy person so what i got to lift weights five times a week. No, like that's not what I'm saying. Anytime you say health, everyone thinks of your body, which is not all wrong. Your health does involve your body, but there are also two other really important pieces to your health that most people skip over. Now, one of them is gaining popularity and that's your mental health, right? So you have your physical health, which is your body, your mental health, which is your mind or your emotions, depending on how you want to look at it. Mental health is definitely becoming a priority for people, or at least it's it's reaching the collective awareness or the collective consciousness. It's becoming more important, more emphasized, which is 
so good because I've struggled with depression my whole life. Maybe not my whole life, but definitely starting around 8 to 12 years old is when it got serious. But there's also one more piece, and that's your spiritual health. Health is balanced evenly between those three things, physical, mental, spiritual. Now, if you're religious, I'm sure that you have a huge focus on your spiritual health. Chances are you're more focused on that than the other two by a long shot. You don't get to heaven by eating fruits and vegetables. You get to heaven by being a good person. So you focus on your spiritual health. Yes, I just generalized not all religions believe in the same thing, but that's an example from personal experience. So you have to start reframing the way that you look at health. Because again, in order for you to lead a purpose-driven life, in order for you to find your purpose, you need to be a healthy person. And again, practice makes progress. It doesn't make perfect. So you're not breaching for perfection here. Nobody can be the perfectly healthy human being. There's a part of our condition that prohibits that or prevents that in our current state. But that doesn't mean that there's no point in trying because the beauty is in the journey. The perfection is in the not in the end result. So now that you've reframed your perception of health and you realize that health is a combination of your body, your mind, and your soul. Now we can now we can move forward, okay? Now you always hear the phrase mind, body, soul, mind, body, soul. You've heard it before. Social media, you've probably seen it on some cute little quote Instagram page that posts cute quotes and they have the cursive letters and it's like mind, body, soul. Well, there's a reason why I'm saying body, mind, soul. It's not because I'm trying to be different. It's because I believe that they need to go in order and you have to start with your body. Why? Because we are bound to our mortality as we know it. What makes us mortal? The fact that we will die and we die because our bodies end up not working anymore. (laughs) Our bodies die. So we are bound to our body. In order for you to survive, not thrive, but in order for you to survive as a human being, You could have zero spiritual or mental health. And as long as you had enough physical health to keep moving, keep your heart pumping and your lungs contracting and expanding, then you can survive. You can live. Not an enjoyable life, but that's not the point here. The point is that you have to nurture your body to start becoming a healthy person. It starts there because your brain also is a physical piece of meat that requires nutrients. How can you expect your brain to function well if you're stuffing your face full of Twinkies every day? Or for me, eating too much chips and salsa. Salsa is great for you, by the way. It's the chips. And then they're not bad for you because of carbs or whatever. It's just they're really high in calories. You eat too many chips and there's they're fried in seed oils and it's going to make you feel like garbage. So there, I'll call myself out. And <laughs> you have too many chips and salsa. How can you expect your brain to be healthy? Because your brain requires physical nutrients. So start with your body. That's where it all starts. That's why a lot of people that have completely turned their life around, they said that going to the gym was the catalyst for the 2.0 version of them. It's because everything is dictated by your physical state because we're mortal. So now that we've accepted that as truth, we nurture our body, then... Our mind has the nutrients to operate 
properly. Now, our I believe that our consciousness expands beyond the uh, the clump of meat that's in our skull, but we know that our brain is immensely powerful, and we know that we don't use or that we're not aware of all of the ways that we use our brain. So that's the next step. Incredibly powerful, and it feeds off of your body. So you feed your body, nurture your body, then you nurture your mind, and that will allow you to connect to your higher self. It will allow you to nurture your soul. And there's different ways that you can do that. So three very essential things that I believe are key components of your physical health would be exercise. I don't know who could debate that, honestly. Exercise, whole foods, eating as many single ingredient foods as possible. Like you don't have to overcomplicate nutrition, guys. You really don't. There's so many fad diets out there and they're all designed to convince you that they are the one and true way to health and weight loss or whatever. And it's, it's a sales tactic. Like, you don't need to do a fad diet. Carbs are not bad for you. Meat is not bad for you. Or I'll, I'll say protein, because I'm sure that, you know, there are plenty of healthy vegans. So protein is not bad for you. Fat is not bad for you, and neither are carbs. Now, people have different dietary restrictions and allergies and things like that. I'm speaking very generally. You know what's best for you. So you don't need a fad diet. You just need a bunch of single ingredient items. Fruits, vegetables, potatoes, right? Whole foods. So proper exercise, eating whole foods, and good sleep. Those, those are the, the key ingredients for a healthy body. Now, you can get very, very in-depth, right? There are people that dedicate their whole lives to figuring out how to have the optimal performing body, which is, it's cool. You get into biohacking, you get into all sorts of crazy stuff. And it's really, really interesting. Uh, but there is, there's an endless amount of things that you could learn about that. So stick with the basics. If you're trying to improve your life and gain some momentum and figure out what direction you're meant to go in, then make it simple. Exercise, move your body regularly, eat whole foods regularly, and sleep well regularly. So what's next? What about your mind? So I'm going to break it up into these three things. You learn and then you implement or experiment or play or practice, whatever you want to call it. You learn, you play, then you record or document or take notes. So this podcast right here is the document part of my learning cycle, of my mind cycle. Then I consume relevant information about things that I'm interested in, like spirituality, health and wellness, esoteric philosophy, those are the things that really interest me. So I consume or I learn about those things and then I implement them. I test them out in my own life, see if they work, see what I think about them. And then I document my progress or my findings through this podcast and through taking notes throughout my day. So that's for your mind, right? Learn, play or practice, document. So then... Now that you've gained a better connection between your body and your mind, what about your mind and your soul? What are some things that you can do to nurture your soul? You can practice yoga or meditation, or you could go outside, reunite with nature. You can't be in, you don't do in nature. I saw this really cool video 
uh, this guy talking about how like you don't you can't be in nature or like like you are nature. He was saying a fish doesn't spend time in the ocean like they're a part of the ocean. So nature is the same way for us. We are the earth. The earth is us. We need it. Again, in that video that I made talking about this, I gave a, a really interesting example of how spending time in nature can help you physically and mentally and spiritually. But besides the point, try one of those three things, meditation or prayer, whatever you want to call it, yoga or nature, reuniting with nature. I need to start saying that more often instead of saying spend time in nature. Like we are nature, you reunite with it. So those are some things that you can do to nurture your body and then e more easily nurture your mind and then nurture your soul. Here's what's cool is that this is a this is a positive energy cycle that you can create for yourself. Once you start it, it's flowing. It's self-generating. It's incredible what happens whenever you do it in this order. So that's how you work on your health. That's how you become a healthy person or at least embark on the journey of trying to become a healthy person. So now there's the question, okay, I'm working on becoming a healthy person. How do I find my purpose? Because that's the whole question we're trying to answer, right? How do I find my purpose? Well, here's the cool thing is that when you align your body and your mind and your soul, you are connected to your higher self. The best version of you starts to become a reality and your higher self will point you in the right direction. In the last episode, we talked about that burning feeling that you have that's always inside you. It feels like it's always been there. It's always been pushing you. And maybe you don't know what direction it's pushing you in, but you know that it's nagging at you like, hey, we're meant for more than this. We were not meant to wake up, go work for somebody else doing something we hate, and then retire, sit on the couch, and die. We know that there's more to life than that. There is a burning feeling inside of you that is telling you that there's something more. But in order for you to find your purpose, you have to be able to look at that burning desire through a clearer lens. And nurturing your body, your mind, and your soul helps you to wipe that lens clean. I just thought of that on the spot. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, it's, it's a lens that you look through. Purpose. And it's clouded by everybody else's opinions and the things that you were taught growing up and the things that you've experienced and the assumptions that you make. Purpose is a lens that you look through. And I've never really realized that uh, part of it until just now. This is why I do this podcast, guys, because when I talk, when my mouth is moving, my thoughts are flowing and I'm able to make better connections. So you're witnessing it in real time and you're getting to make those connections for yourself as well. Purpose is a lens that you look through. And by default, there are a million things that are scuffing up and clouding up this lens. And the way that you clear this lens off and make it crystal clear is by nurturing your body, your mind, and your spirit or your soul. Hmm. I really like that. So still, how do you find your purpose? Well, what do you do whenever you've been nurturing those three things? Now, I mentioned the video. Go ahead and go to YouTube, look up Nolan Void, and you can find the video about this. But basically, you spend your week, day one, day two, day three, 
focusing on one thing for your body, your mind, and your soul, and then you repeat for the next three days, what do you do on the seventh day? You do what I call an alignment day. Allow your higher self to align you with your purpose. And that is where you do something that you really care about. Now, it could be really random in the beginning, like play with Legos. Do something creative. Don't just consume something. You can't wake up on alignment day and watch Netflix. That's not engaging. That's that's entertaining. So you got to do something engaging. But the idea is that you use this alignment to find what you're meant to do. It could be something like playing with Legos or painting or drawing or writing that book you've always wanted to write or something really simple like taking your camera out of the park and filming random stuff just because. But what this does is it allows you to practice doing what you really want to do. And what you'll find is that when you do what you want to do and you experiment with the different things you like and then on your days for your mind, you're diving into your interests, you're going to start to align with what you're really meant to do. You're going to find Ikigai this way, I promise you, throughout nurturing your body, your mind, your soul, and spending at least one day a week aligning with yourself. And I say one day, it doesn't have to be a whole day. It could be 20 minutes on that alignment day. But do an activity or a practice or something that helps you align with what you're really meant to do. Then you will find what you're good at, what you love, what you can be paid for, and what the world needs. Because you're learning things, you're implementing them in your real life, you're testing them out, you, your energy levels are high, you're thinking about things beyond yourself and beyond your current situation, and this is how you change your life. Now, I talked in the last episode about how I was developing a system, and I have the 1.0 version of it, and it's done. And it's ready for you to download and it's free and it will always be free. It's called the Habit Tracker 1.0, in case you couldn't guess what it was called. Very simple, super easy to use. I really encourage you to watch the video on YouTube if you haven't yet, because I show you a diagram and everything like that. And uh, I also have the link to the Habit Tracker in that YouTube video. So go to YouTube, look up Nolan Void or at the Nolan Void, either one. You'll see this video there and it'll show you how to use it. I'm super excited. I want you to try this out for yourself. I'm serious. I went from living a miserable, aimless life, stuck in this negative feedback loop where I, did, I just didn't see the point anymore. I, I, was, I was out of steam. I was out of ideas. You know, I tried to make the music thing work for so long. But now I've realized, like, at least right now, I don't feel like the world really needs my music. Now, it's important to me, and I love it, and I'm sure that some other people do too. So I need to continue that. But as of right now, like, I know that a traditional pop-style music career is not my purpose. And I used to think it was because I wasn't in line with myself. Literally everything that I'm doing right now, if you look at my Twitter, the ideas that I share... Uh, the YouTube video that I just posted, it's my first YouTube video uh, where I have a whiteboard and I draw this diagram and I show you a little bit more uh, visually how to use this and how it makes sense. It, it's all so natural for me. It's crazy. I've been going against the grain for so long because my body and my mind and my soul were not aligned. I'm telling you guys, this is the most powerful thing that I've ever learned. 
and I had to learn it the hard way. I hope that you don't. I hope that you're able to take this concept of the three pillars of health. I hope that you're able to take my habit tracker that I built and make it work for you. Now, it might not work for everybody, right? I mean, everybody has different needs. I understand that. But if you're somebody like me who has multiple times, you can pinpoint, oh, back then I I felt sick of my life. Back then I felt sick of my life. I tried to get into the gym. I tried to do this. I tried to do that. And it never stuck. If you're anything like me and if you've been through anything like that, this is going to work for you. So that's how you find your purpose. I wish I could tell you that you just cross your legs and sing some magical chant and then the purpose gods will pop a little idea bubble in your head and you'll know what your purpose is. But I don't think that it's that easy because everybody would do it. It's the same with losing weight. It's the same with uh, changing a negative tendency or a toxic tendency that you have. It's not easy. But like I said in the video, I was living in my own version of hell. It felt like hell to me. And I want to help you escape your hell. I'm still in the process of escaping mine and creating my ideal life. I'm very excited. I've learned so many interesting things the past few weeks, and it's just great. I'm so grateful for you guys listening to this. I love doing this, and I'm designing my life in a way where I can really focus on my passions and do what I love for a living. And yeah, just doing this will change your life if you really want to. There are some other things I suggest you learn about, like manifestation and chakras, which are two big topics of interest for me at the moment. Um, I've always heard about chakras and like the seven chakras, and uh, I never really like thought to give them a chance or learn more about them. Same with manifestation. You know, I grew up kind of being taught in a roundabout way that manifestation is of the devil, that it's bad. And I don't think that anymore. There's a lot deeper stuff to it, but I have to save that for another video or a, <laughs> another podcast episode because um, it's about that time. It's about that time. So thank you so much for listening to this. This has been great. I think that I'm getting better at condensing my thoughts and making them more concise. I know the first few episodes were pretty long and now this one and the previous one are quite a bit shorter. So, yeah, I'm curious what you think about that. Feel free to DM me on Twitter or Instagram or just engage with my stuff. Let me know what you think of my ideas. Let me know what you're working on in your life, what you're learning and what interests you. What do you want to hear more about? Let me know at the Nolan Void on Instagram or Twitter or threads. Now Instagram has the threads app, which we'll see how that goes. And I'm... I might make YouTube videos more often. I don't know. That's how this podcast started. I said, I don't know if I'll make another episode. And here we are, nine episodes later. So I don't know if I'll make more YouTube videos, but I might. All right. You guys are great. Um, yep. Love you all. This is, this is fun. Thanks for sticking around. And I'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs>